This is episode 113 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Hover, smash, face! Episode 113 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. I am your host, the Almighty Skull Crusher. It is uh, July 22nd today of 2000. What year is it? 15. Um, and we're in the middle of the Tour de France. And today I am joined by two very special guests, of course, as usual, because he never he refuses to go away. Mike Spriggs of uh, from the Rafa Cycle Club in New York City. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Mike, I guess he's not doing it all because he's not answering. I'm great, thank you. <laughs> I had the mute button on. <laughs> you with the mute button, and because Klaus continues to be Emma, actually no, he's not MIA. Klaus actually sent me a very nice email today. He is actually finally reached his final residence. Uh, even though his furniture are not there, so he's camping in his own home. He has uh, He's finally in his new house, far, 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 far away from me. So anyway, we have a very special guest filling in for Klaus's spot, and we hope that she sounds just like Klaus. Michael, welcome back. Hi. Welcome back. It's been a long time. I know. It's been an unbelievably long time. You you would not believe how many tweets we get about where's Michael and how come Michael's not back. You would not believe how many we get. Really? Like two? No, one. Oh. And I have a feeling it was actually you in a separate uh, account that you just opened. Because it, it, it was like everyone loves Michael 1000 or something like that. And I thought that was you. Oh, really? Because my account is actually... You guys still owe me two million Lithuanian dollars from Cycling Jeopardy. Was that two million Lithuanian? I can't remember how many it was. Was it two million? With interest. Oh shoot, that's a good. That's a good two point six, two point six three, two point six three million Lithuanian dollars. That's not a lot of money though. But yeah, um, you know what's interesting that that. Uh, episode, the Cycling Jeopardy episode, which was the, that was the last time you were on, Michael? I think you were on one time after that, one or two times after that. Yeah, I think maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, I recorded that in my friend's uh, living room in uh, in Norwalk, Connecticut. It's just super random. The night just c- couldn't have worked out any other way, whatever. I ended up in my friend's apartment recording it there and stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. that was cycling jeopardy it was awesome it was awesome and of course you kicked their butts um and can, can we say why why michael is back uh why is michael back well because because of her tumblr which if you're oh. not following california streaming.tumblr.com you should be because it is the most inside inside baseball cycling tumblr in existence i don't know what your traffic is on that thing but i hope it's amazing i think it's like Three to five people a day. <laughs> that cannot be true. 
<laughs> well, I can tell you that uh, I'm not up on like the latest trends. I, I barely have Instagram. Um, I don't even know about this Tumblr or the Snapchat or the uh, what's the name of that other thing? Periscope or whatever. I don't know about any of those things. All I know about is just speedmetalcycling.com and that's it. So, so what's so exciting about this Tumblr, Mike? It's great. It's just like it, like I said, it's it's unbelievably like she's dissecting every stage as it happens with screenshots and gifs and videos and running commentary and it's all very smart and well done. Is there a lot of like uh fat people in party hats? No, that's a different Tumblr. I'm sure there's a Tumblr for that, but Well, nice. remember do you remember that website Fat People in Party Hats? This is like, ah, uh, geez, 2000, 2001 maybe. It was a great website. I don't know if it's still around. <laughs> it was the best. It was photos, just photos of fat people wearing party hats. I don't was, remember that. It was amazing. Is it like a pre-9-11 party atmosphere thing that kind of went away? Yeah, it definitely was pre-9-11 because when it happened, I was working at a dot-com in Manhattan and uh, I was laid off. From that, uh, because of 9/11, <laughs> I was laid off. I was laid off because <laughs> there was too many fat people with party hats on my hard drive. <laughs> my boss saw me enjoying that website a little too much. Oh, those were the days of the internet, Napster and fat people in party hats. It's one of those references that if you don't get it, you're like whatever. But if you get it, if you remember, if you remember, it's like uh, um, what was the name of that? Uh, Strong bad. Oh, I remember that. There you yeah. go. So there you go. This is all Internet 1.0. We're like way beyond Yeah. That. Well, that's like well, 2.0. I don't remember any of that. I, I think that's when I was a baby. <laughs> well, no, that's that's actually Internet 2.0 because Internet 1.0 was Netscape and like dial-up. And I remember we went to my friend Kyle's house because he had a dial-up and then he like opened Netscape and I was like, wow. And then we went to Yahoo and we did a search for Beastie Boys and three websites came back. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah, this is like 90, shoot, 95, 96 maybe? I don't know. Some nerd is probably being like, no way, dude. Yahoo did not launch until, but whatever. It was a long time ago. It was definitely 90s. Anyway, all right. Tour de France. Oh, we want to thank the guys in Acast for starting to uh, host our podcast. Uh, the episode, uh, the last episode was the first time they hosted it, and apparently it went off without a hitch, although I haven't checked the email of the podcast in like two weeks, so maybe there's all kinds of emails in there, but as far as I could tell, everything uh, seemed to have gone really well, and if you have any issues uh, or any comments, please shoot, shoot us an email, Speed Metal Cycling, I mean... Info at speedmetalcycling.com. And also, um, if you're going to send me an email, don't send me an email just because of this. But if you're going to email us, then just jot down um, if you heard any ads and who the, who the ads were for. Because I know that uh, Eurosport is um, one of the sponsors. And I just want to know kind of like what people are, what ads people are getting. Anyway, Tour de France. Wait, before we start the Tour de France. Okay, before we start the Tour Because I have a feeling France. this is going to be a disaster because we don't even remember where we finished last time. I know. So I have a, I have a quiz for you guys. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, all right, go. So there are a lot of riders in the, in the, in the race, in the Tour right now, who uh-huh. have what I'm going to call two first names. And I don't oh. mean they have... Two first names and a last name. No, I mean, like their the last name is a first name. Yeah, yeah. 
I have a I have a good friend of mine whose name is Ben Paul. And I'm going to give you the example, Dan Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you guys, how many can each of you name? Shoot. <laughs> uh, TJ Van Garderen. Oh, you're, no, you're doing it wrong. No? Wh- why? Oh, you've never met my neighbor Van Garderen Ramirez? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault if you're not worldly. Uh, uh, shoot, hold on, let me think, let me think, let me think. Garen Thomas. There you go, that's good. Uh, and I'm not looking at a, I'm not like CD or chill, like you don't have an intern cheating. Googling this for you. No, no, no. Actually, if I type, you can definitely hear me because I record on my laptop. So there's no way that I could like cheat without you hearing it. Um, Garen Thomas, uh, Cadell Evans. Oh no. <laughs> God, I can't think of any. Wow! See if Michael can if if the reigning champion of Cycle Jeopardy can't think of any, then we're in trouble. Yeah, true. No, it's not um, easy. No, 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 no. Oh, I can think of one, but I don't know if you have it in your list. Jeremy Raw. Yeah, he's in my list. Oh, really? Yeah, because Roy Raw. Yeah, let me give you some hints. Yeah, yeah. This guy is on Katusha. Okay, a Katusha guy. A Katusha His helmet guy. is never on straight. Uh, uh, Losada. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Christopher, Alexander Christoph. Yeah, that's good, that's good. But Losada also never has his helmet on straight. Uh, let me see, who else, who else, who else? Um, how many more are there? There's a lot. A lot, huh? <laughs> all right, uh, I want to read the rest of them. Okay, list. no, 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 hold on. Okay, all right. G- give, give, give us a this team. This can't be fun for any listeners. Though. I don't care. Give us a team. This is fun for me. I am cycling. Uh, I am. Who did Matthias they... Frank? Oh, Matthias Frank. Good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. The, you guys are tied right now, two for two. Okay, one more. One more team. Tiebreaker. How about some of these might be a stretch? Um, well, do the one that is the least BMC. stretch. Cadell Evans. Oh. No. Uh, TJ Van Garderen. Eh. Daniel Oss. No. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sammy Sammy Sanchez. Sammy Sanchez? <laughs> who who was the first Sanchez Gutierrez the tour this year? Oh, Rohan Dennis. There you go. Nice. Well, Dennis is definitely a first name, but Rohan is not a li- well, I guess Rohan Dennis. Yeah, I guess Rohan, Rohan Dennis. Rohan is his first name. No, I know, but it's not a first name. <laughs> Just because somebody's last name is some crazy thing doesn't mean that that's necessarily a Dude, I know you, you have no idea who Jenny Finch is, do you? Michael, do you know who Jenny Finch is? Nope. She's a pretty famous uh, softball player. She won a gold in the Olympics or whatever. Anyway, she has a son named Diesel. That's Just nice. because somebody's named that doesn't mean that that's a first name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right, there's one more. Uh, what team is it? Dan, you're, you're most hated... You're, who do you hate the most? Not, but then you think you like him sometimes, but you actually hate oh, him. Oh, it's not. It, no, Tony Martin, you're thinking. No. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, oh, actually, actually, yeah, he's on the list. Sorry, but that's, that wasn't who I was thinking. Uh, who do I like and hate? Chris Froome. You, you hate his nickname. Oh, Michael Matthews. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Michael no, Matthews. I don't know if Matthews with an S is considered a first name. That's pretty close. What about Winner and Akona? <laughs> Anacona Smith, he's a he's a pretty yeah. nice guy. <laughs> oh, that was a good that was a good game, man. You're learning from yeah. Klaus. That's right, very obscure. Yes, 
Um, but dude, um, we can't remember what the last stage was that we talked about with CD last episode. I think it was the time trial, which was nine, but it might have been ten. So what happened in 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 in, in stage ten then? Because uh, hey, Michael, I'm not sure if you heard the um, the last episode, but basically what we did was go stage by stage and then see how much we could remember. Yeah, I listened to your episode. Uh, that didn't sound convincing. Yeah. But I <laughs> yeah, don't remember. I, I fell asleep. You guys were talking about the time trial. Yeah, that's I remember sure. that. Okay, um, so yeah, I think that's where we finished. Okay, actually, here's the thing that kind of applies to all stages. This, this, all this talk about like the tracking little foxtails and the bullshit and like, oh, all these interesting things and go to this website and look at their average speed and shit. I think the whole thing is just the biggest waste of time that there is. It's stupid, retarded. It's just absolutely nothing for me. It's the equivalent of when they decided that hockey, the puck, nobody watched it because the puck was hard, hard to see. So they had the little thing that followed, the little highlight that followed the puck around. Does anybody remember this from the 90s? No? Crickets? Whatever. It's stupid. What's just, hockey? What's uh, the puck? Don't worry about it. I just, I, I find the whole thing retarded. I have not seen a single piece of data that comes out of those things that I find mildly interesting. I think it's more fun if they turned it on after the race or, like, before the race. <laughs> so that you know where the bikes are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now they're in the hotel lobby. Uh, right yeah, now they're in like, the... oh, they're stuck in a traffic jam. <laughs> like, that's useful info. That is good. I just don't understand why do I... I mean, if I have live tracking of where everybody is... That's that's interesting. That's cool. Okay, fine, whatever. But the stuff that they show on TV is like, this guy is going 27 kilometers an hour. This guy is going 42 kilometers an hour. Whoopty friggin' do. One guy's going downhill and then the other one isn't. What the hell do I care? It's stupid. Again, just like with so many other things in sports and particularly in cycling, they're trying to fix something that isn't broken. You're never going to make cycling an exciting sport to watch because it just is not an exciting sport to watch period there's nothing you you can do about it what stats were good when i don't know about like other channels but when i watched the juro on rye like they had like the writer's favorite band and the writer's favorite movie (laughs) yeah that was really useful it, that's where my nickname for Cohen the Court came out, the cow, cowboy from hell, because he loves Pantera. See, I, that's very useful. That is interesting information. That's what I need. All this other crap is just silly nonsense. It's just crap for the... For, look, we have this technology. Just because you have that information doesn't mean anybody really needs it or wants it. And I know people disagree with me, and it's the same thing with the onboard cameras. They're stupid. They're useless. They're a dumb fad. Right now, everybody's like, oh my god, look how cool is that? Alright, so when the stage is done, so we're gonna do a stage where you watch your silly nonsense with your little numbers that are completely useless and your silly onboard cameras. And then I watch my stage straightforward, as usual, Right? Maybe in HD. I'll take that. That's nice. And then we compare notes. And guess what? My experience is going to be exactly the same as yours, except I'm not going to be throwing up because I'm not all sick from the wobbly, weebly, wobbly camera. 
That's the only difference. Anyway, all right. All right, I figured it out. We did talk about stage 10 because that's when Ivan Basso left with his testicular issue. Oh, yes. Which we're happy to report ended up being okay. Because it was tiny and he took it out and they found it in time. Which is really important. Everybody needs to remember. Like, the ladies need to touch their boobs and the dudes need to touch their balls. All right? Search in there. If there's something that doesn't belong, go to the doctor. There you go. When you search in there, can you, like, open it up? No. uh, Like a purse and, like, dig in there? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know. Listen, that's the other thing, too, that kind of bugs me. Every lady knows exactly how to go about the putting your arm behind your head. and Does any dude know how to look for situations downstairs? No. I have no idea how to do it. I mean, I do it all the time, but I'm probably doing it wrong. But then again, I'm not doing it for that purpose. Oh! Crickets? Nice. Jeez. No, that was great. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so then we're, we're talking about stage, what would that be, 11? Yeah, tourmalay stage. Ah, uh, the tourmalay stage. Okay, that's the stage where Juan Antonio Flecha uh, showed us that he can skateboard at the end. <laughs> That was good. That was awesome. I was like, whoa, hold on, don't finish. And he actually did an ollie at the end. And yeah, was, but no yeah. shirt on. No, I know. It was amazing. And also, I feel left out because I don't watch Eurosport. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, oh you're going to be very left out because there's plenty of Eurosport gold this year. Oh, it's been amazing. I, you, you, you haven't watched Greg LeMond stumble all over his own words like day in and day out. It is incredibly endearing. Amazing, because the stuff that he actually does say is really cool. But it's just, it's an experience. That Le Monde pre and post shows yeah. are, it's an experience. Michael, on the channel you watch, is Nibali winning the race? No, he's winning the Vuelta. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are you watching it, Michael? I'm watching Rai. Oh. Do they have the Proceso a la Tapa in, <laughs> in Rai for the No, tour? They, they don't, but they have, like, this, like post-tour documentary thing and it has like a really sad theme song and it makes me sad so I turn it off and I switch to the French TV at the end because <laughs> they have their post-show. Uh, how's your French? Um, it's okay when I watch movies with subtitles. But... <laughs> my French is really good when people are speaking English to me. Yeah. Does, does Rye still do Al Telefono or no? <laughs> they did one time and they sent someone to the hospital in Milano when um, Basso was getting his testicle removed. <laughs> I don't think it got re- Did it get removed? No, a little bit of it. I, like, the little lump got removed. A bunch of it got removed. Yeah. Uh, too much of it got removed, put it that way. Uh, there is a, there so is Basso's, a fantasy cycling team name in there somewhere. Yeah. Basso's testicle... Uh, Al, al telefono, whatever. Maybe an entire league. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basso testicle is on the phone, everybody. Come on. Um, and that's also the stage that uh, Lars Baum left because he had a fever or whatever, which is hilarious because Astana basically quit the NPCC <laughs> just for this dude to not even yeah. make it to the Alps. <laughs> I, know. I think it's hilarious. He couldn't take some, like, some aspirin or something. Yeah, that was really funny. And... Uh, <laughs> Michael, I'm sorry to tell you that you missed uh, cycling history. 
And Mike, you were probably watching it in the club, which means you probably missed cycling history too because you probably weren't even paying attention at this point. When, <laughs> when Sean Kelly <laughs> said the words squashed testicle. <laughs> and you know what? I downloaded the stage. So Just I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to watching the Is whole thing. Is that gonna thing. be your new ringtone? So like, <laughs> squashed testicle. I'm sitting at work and my phone goes on zzz, squashed testicle. <laughs> Wait, whose testicle got squashed? Well, <laughs> well I guess that was Dr. Sean Kelly's diagnosis, I think. <laughs> cancer. It's not cancer. It's a squashed it's, testicle. It's so I think no, I think the I think the reason why Basso even knew anything was going on because his testicle got squashed. Yeah. And then it didn't it wouldn't unsquash. <laughs> he was like, something is wrong with this. So he went and they got tested and that's what had happened. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have pulled the, the, the little sound clip, but and then Rafa Maika wins the tour Malay, which is good for him. And then Uran just puts it in reverse. And goes, take it easy, dude. What is like, it? Yeah, what happened to that? Guy? Bat, dude, we talked about it. That's exactly what happened to it. I told we you. Jinxed, we, we jinxed it. We totally jinxed him. You guys jinxed it. Oh, no, I I but he cut his hair, too. He did. Yeah. He's impossible to recognize in the Peloton now. I, I know. Today. Well, I can't mention anything today, but I did see him today, and I was like, who's that guy? And I was like, oh. Um, I can tell you. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't mention anything that happened today because I haven't seen the stage. Oh, did I already say that on the... You said it in the pre-show. Since I started recording? Yeah, on the pre-show. On the Le Monde on tour. You're going um, to be that guy. Talk about the cows. That's what I was going to bring up next. There were cows on the road on the descent. That's ridiculous. How are they going to let that happen? And then, like, I love the cows because, like, when the camera went by, like, some of them were, like, Total bitch facing the camera. <laughs> like, like uh, what the fuck are you doing? Here? Like, I'm trying to take out Warren Bargill. Do you mind? I saw a cow with a selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I, you I, mean a monopod? Uh, oh. <laughs> I know that when one of them came out and then Warren Bargill, like, tried to, like, go around him. The the Lotto Jumbo car was right there, and they almost collided. Yeah. It was really, really, really weird. I can't believe that those cows were allowed to roam free like that. If I had some cows, if I had some cows, they would already be dead. I don't probably. know if this is the same stage, but this it was either this day or the next day. There's a, I'll send you guys the photo. There's a picture of uh, – weren't the, was this the same day that there were some, some errant sheep? Or was this a different Oh, day? no. I think that happened uh, before this stage. Yeah. There was a yeah. pic. Did you guys see the photo of the, – so the Trek guys put one of the sheep in the back of their car and put press tags on it. And the <laughs> sheep is leaning out the window with all these press tags hanging off of its neck, just looking out the window like, yeah, what's up? Dude, that's <laughs> animal abuse, man. No, he looked completely happy. Well, <laughs> yeah, completely happy because he's retarded. That's like that's like dressing up a retarded kid as a clown. It's abuse, man. I mean, if they're dressing him as a DS, is one thing, but they dress him as the press. It's terrible. Um, no, he's not the press. He has a pass, but the pass is Mouton. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, in my notes here. Okay, so that was stage 11? Yep. Okay. So in my notes here, stage 12, it just says, Port wearing polka dots. Oh, yeah. Helmet lame. And I think what it was, was he had polka dots in his helmet. Yeah. We had discussed this before, Mike, you and I and Klaus, on the podcast. He was not the king of the mountain. Froome was. And he was wearing he was the wearing, jersey yeah. for Froome, right. yet he was wearing the helmet. You think he went too Such far? Such a poser move. <laughs> poser move. You can't be all like, yeah, I'm going to dress all the way out in polka dots. Which I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that he didn't have much say in that. How does he not have any say? He's Richie Port. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he's, they, like he's Richie one. Port, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. A writer can tell the people, go screw yourself. I'm not wearing your silly helmet. There's no way. There is no way. You know what? I would quit over. Oh, wait, never mind. He already quit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wait, do you have any thoughts about that, Michael? Well, which is worse? Polka dot helmet or polka dot shorts? Well, here's the thing. I think they're both hideous. However, if you are the king of the mountains, if you have more points than anybody else in the king of the mountains competition at that moment, go to town. I'll make fun of your shorts because they're ridiculous, but I'm not going to call you a poser. However, Richie Port was not the king of the mountains. He was just wearing the jersey that couldn't. So he wore a helmet and that's my issue. But, like, what if the mechanic had spent a lot of time putting red dot stickers on it and he felt really bad, so he felt kind of pressure to wear it? Right. Mm, nah, if you're that weak, you still deserve me making fun of you and calling you a poser. There's no good, there's no good excuse for what he did. I should tweet at him. I'm sure he'll be very Yeah, happy. do that. Like, hey, do you remember last week when you were... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but what happened in stage 12? Uh, let me see. Let me see. I can't even remember where stage 12 was. Plateau de Bay. So that was, that was um, uh, Rodriguez's one chance for glory. Wait, it was it, raining. There was hail. Remember, it was like a hailstorm. Oh yeah, yeah. It was oh. Rodriguez's one. So we one. got all the pictures of the hail, and then yeah, Rodriguez's Rodriguez one chance for glory. Then, Rodriguez's one chance for glory, but he already had two. Huh? Didn't Rodriguez had already had two stages, or is this the second stage that he won? I think this was. The, I thought this was the first. No, no, no. He won that one. Yeah, no, he won oh, yeah, one of the right. first ones. Yeah, right. yeah, he won the Mordid Breton one. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, no, I can't remember anything much about twelve. The other no, the only other note that I have is uh, Froome always has Sky in front. Quintana has Valverde, but never in front of him or by him. So it's like you have all these teammates like around Chris Froome, and then Quintana has one teammate, and dude is like on the other side of the group. He's like, ah, I'm not even going to help you at all. I feel like Quintana and, and Valverde should be forced to wear the same uniform so we can tell that they're on the same team. Because the they do not seem like it. Yeah, I, I think that it, sometimes it looks like it, like the times that Valverde has attacked as a, an, an, a sad attempt at a one-two, at a rival that obviously is not even caring. Uh... It looks like they're in the same team, but it has been a little sad. I think that, honestly, 
coming in, looking at Movistar on paper, they looked really, really strong. But there's people in Movistar that I haven't even seen or heard of him they were like well you know they do most of their uh, work at the beginning of the stage dude i'm watching these stages when there's like 150k to go <laughs> so when did winner and Akona do his job before they left the hotel he's the guy that's carrying them their freaking luggage it's winner and Akona, Imanol Erviti, all these guys are i don't know where the hell they are you know what I mean? It's it's just yeah. I'm I'm a little disappointed with with Movistar. I'm not and saying Valverde that, is 35 years old. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, no, I know, but he he's been the best of 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 the team for Quintana. But I'm not saying that if Quintana had the best team in the world, if Movistar was at their best, that there would still be a match for Team Sky. I'm not sure, but dude, at least give yourselves a friggin' chance. By I, I don't know. I've been it's it's been a little disappointing. I've been bummed out. I don't know. So wait, so who won stage 12 then? Purito. Oh, so that's the one, that's the second one he won. And that's it for him. Yeah, that's right. I remember he'll do the Vuelta and then he'll do TV commentary. Yeah, probably. You're seeing the the end. I'm predicting you're seeing the end of Of Purito. Joaquin Rodriguez is going to retire without ever winning a a Grand Tour. I, I, I think it's over. Yeah, I mean, I knew he wasn't going to win a Grand Tour a long time ago, but yeah. Wait, I thought he extended with Katusha. Did he? Yeah, I thought so. Ha so ha! They're, they're calling you out, Mike. All right. Man, check your facts, asshole. <laughs> oh, remember that? I haven't brought that up in a long, long time. You know, that's our tagline. <laughs> yeah, it was our tagline for a long, long time. You know, our our audience has almost quadrupled in the last year and a half. Two years, which means so it helps. What are you saying? It helps to be misinformed. No, I'm I'm saying that a lot of people probably never heard "check your facts, asshole." Oh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. There's a, there's a lot of like things that we talk about once in a while that people are probably like, "What are you talking about? Knee herpes? How is that even a thing?" <laughs> All right, he did. He signed it. He signed it yesterday. So I was my notes were outdated. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that you're you're on today, Michael. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe we'll just hire you for every episode to not say anything, but just point out whenever we're wrong, which means you're going to be talking all the time. (laughs) All right. And I think Michael wants to talk about this next stage because this is the stage where Stephen Cummings won. And I know she's got. Oh, that's right. Mount Chewbacca, Mount Chewbacca, they won. It's the the best day for Africa ever, apparently. You didn't watch this on Eurosport, so you may not be aware of this, Michael. But if it wasn't for stage 13 of the Tour de France in in, in, in 2015, Africa would go back to, oh, wherever they are, the Stone Age. They're still in the Stone Age, but you know what I mean. They made such a big deal out of Mandela Day and winning in Mandela Day. It was ridiculous. Is it exciting that it's a team from Africa? Yeah, but is South Africa really Africa? Let's come on. Not really. So then what the fuck is the big deal? Sure, it's Mandela Day. That's awesome. Rock and roll. If you win in if if, if Quintana would have won July twentieth, Columbia Day like he did last year or two years ago, awesome, amazing. Winning on your day, beautiful. South Africa, Mandela, all right. First team ever from Africa to win a stage in the Tour de France. Dude, South Africa is not Africa. Where is Steve, where is Steve Cummings from, the UK? Also a guy with two first names. Cummings? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That was good. That was a nice comedy pause there. That was a, yeah, I'm going to fill that in with like canned laughter. Just cut, yeah, edit that down, those, those 11 seconds. Those 11 seconds, I'll knock it down to 10. Uh, no, wait, so he is British? I thought he was Australian. He sounds, the, the name sounds Australian, doesn't it? He's not in my start list. I don't, I don't think that he won the stage. He's not in what start list? <laughs> uh, let's see, Stephen Cummings. Ah, yeah, he's British. He's British. Stephen Cummings. Well, I apologize to the Brits and the Australians. It was a good. It was a good stage win for him. He was. He looked really good on the bike. I was a great stage, especially because there was two Frenchmen being dillweeds, and he just totally <laughs> burned them. He's like, "Take it easy, motherfuckers." Yeah, no, meep, that's exactly meep. what happened. <laughs> he was in a little scooter and just passed them. Like he did not care. It was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. I mean, the win was great. Good for the team. Amazing. I love it when wildcard teams win stages like this. I love it when the French are left, like, staring at the stars without even realizing what happened. Um, but the whole, like, oh, it's the best thing for Africa as a whole continent. Do you think the people in Togo give a crap? Actually, do you think that the people in Togo and the people in Egypt and the people in South Africa have anything remotely in common with each other? Jesus Christ, they don't even speak the same language, they don't have the same religion, they don't have the same, nothing. The continent of Africa must be rejoicing right now, they said, yeah, Burkina Faso, the people are going out in the streets and celebrating. Give me a break. They might, Burkina Faso, they might have. Ah, that's because they have the awesomest country name in the world, that's what they were celebrating. Every day they go out and celebrate, we have the coolest name for country, Burkina Faso, woo! Anyway, I don't know. So why why did Michael love this uh, this stage? Because the week before there was a huge, like actual like English usage debate on how to spell "come," as in have an orgasm and semen. Where was this? Where was this, this was discussion? Was on the internet two point Yeah. Was it on the internet? Uh-huh. But you said huge. Nothing on the internet is huge. Except for uh, Kim Kardashian's butt. Oh! Africa Day. Oh, that's... Yeah. Nelson Mandela Nelson Mandela Day. Day. Yeah, that was big. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so I was wondering how do you actually spell Cummings? Is it C-U-M or C-O-M-E-I-N-G-S? The last name or the act of ejaculating? All of it. All of it. Well, obviously, everybody knows the act of ejaculation is C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Is, is it, though? Absolutely. All right. Because the substance is C-U-M. Well, this is the debate. I'm going to have to put an explicit tag on this episode. Uh <laughs> Is it the first time ever? It would be the first time ever. In which it's case, it's not explicit. Bucket. It's 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 medical. It's like yeah. talking about squashed testicles. Squashed testicles. Squashed testicles wouldn't require the tag. I think. How do you spell cum? I think <laughs> that. But we're talking it. about a guy's name. And yeah, we're talking about Mandela Day. English. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, were you on on Twitter? Or anything, Dan, at all that day? Because that was also all the jokes that everyone was making. Oh, really? No, no, no. I do. Honestly, I haven't. Uh, my my job has just been unbelievable. You have a job. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 been absolutely insanity. Yeah. Um. I I think I said this before at one point when we were talking about the HR stuff. I just hate being the boss. So much of the responsibility of 
uh, it's, oh, God, I hate it. All day, you're in meetings, and then when everybody leaves, then you get to do your work. It sucks. Anyway, um, regardless of that, um, Stephen that's Cummings. And that's it? That's the reason why you loved it, Michael? Yeah. Because it was like, like a silly this, bo- teenage callback to this whole grammar debate that people have been having but this all is, week. They've been having it their whole lives when they're like 12 until they're 16 and then they drop it. I'm still having it. <laughs> and I'm like because, 18. Because, well, that's because you're a girl. Girls mature faster. <laughs> See how that didn't even make any sense? That made no sense. I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So, yeah, good for Steve Cummings. And again, I apologize that I thought that he was Australian. Don't think for a second that I get Australians and British people confused because of their accents because it really bothers me when Americans can't tell the difference between one and the other. It drives me crazy, especially if it's like a dirty, dirty, like Birmingham accent. And people are like, he sounds like he's Australian. Dirty? What's dirty mean? No, like dirty, like... Like a thick, you know, the, oh, okay. the Birmingham right. accent that is just so thick. And, and people are like, he sounds Australian. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. But I I'm thought like, you meant dirty like Cummings. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is when people say like, I can't tell the difference between Australians and whatever. It's the same thing when people are like, I don't know, Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Ah, they all look the same to me. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, please stop talking. <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's the... Stage 15. Stage 15. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Um, wait, didn't we skip a number? No, did we? Yeah, that 13. That was just 14. No, no, no. That was... St- uh, we were talking about stage... Oh, yeah. Stage 14 was the one... That's the one where they threw P at Froome. Oh. On Mandela Day? I think it was on Mandela Day. Wow. That's when it's... That's when the whole... That's when the whole narrative of, like, the press being at fault took over? Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, dude, come on. The press is not as fault, at fault here. Like, the don't, press don't take is the... a bunch of sheep in the back of, of, of a team. <laughs> 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 the press is a bunch and of they sheep. they don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> their brains are the size of a walnut. It's not their fault. <laughs> they're farm animals. <laughs> I just think that if I'm the awesome dude that pees in a cup and throws it at somebody where they're going, and then somebody's like, oh, it's the press's fault, I'll be like, dude, that was, it was my idea, man. Don't steal my, my yeah, thunder. Here's my question. How did that guy not get caught? They probably didn't even know it. Everyone in the, on the side of the road, as far as I can see, has a goddamn selfie stick, yet nobody <laughs> saw any of this happen. Oh, they're all selfies. Well, the thing is that the, they took a lot of photos of her, but he was, he was French. And people were French, so oh, nobody came forward. It's a cover-up. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that Sean Kelly. And I'll, I'm telling you, Michael, since you didn't. Uh, they made up. He like, what's his face? Uh, Douchey McDouche. What's his name? Nope. Dillweed McDickleberry from Eurosport. Carlton uh, Kirby. Carlton Kirby. Uh, made a big deal. Like, oh, how can they do that? And it's the press. And the press did this. And blah, 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 blah. And Kelly was like, well, this kind of stuff has been going on forever. Happened to Bernard, you know. Happened to blah, blah, blah. Happened blah, 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 blah. Not right. a big deal. I mean, it sucks. It's disgusting. Uh, it's not nice. But, you know, whatever. It happened. I don't, I don't think it's the end of the world. And and people have been, ac- been ac- accusing each other of doping for as long as doping has been, doping has been illegal anyway. And 
the, but the funniest thing about this whole thing is Lauren Jalabert coming out and <laughs> pointing fingers at fucking Chris Froome. Uh-huh. I think that is hilarious. What's the saying in English? The pot calling the kettle black? Yeah. Uh, in Spanish, in Spanish, uh, a donkey talking about ears. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Usually those Spanish ones make no sense, but that's a good one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not smart enough to get them. No, but that's what you guys always say. You're like, oh, it it's makes sense in Spanish because the yeah. words are spelled and they rhyme. No, so, yeah, no. Th- this one kind of makes sense. But anyway. What about like rabbits or. Yeah. I don't like, know. Fennec foxes. I, it, it could also work that way, but what, why does it have to be the, 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 the kettle? Why, why couldn't it be another pot? Or why does it have to be <laughs> kettles and pots? Why couldn't it be, you know, like whatever? Why, it's like yeah. the cherry calling the apple red. Like what? <laughs> All right, but they have key. yellow cherries and yellow apples and green apples. Uh, I couldn't think of another fruit that is all. Uh, leave me alone. This podcast sounds better in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what happened with stage 13 then? Did we skip What's, it? You're going, you're going backwards. I'm no. trying to get to 15. I'm saying did we skip no. 13? Wait, wasn't Mandela Day Sunday? I don't know. I never knew the man. No, well, stage 13 was Rodriguez. Stage 14 was Mandela Day. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, then that means that the, the, the <laughs> in stage 14 was when Sepulveda got kicked out <laughs> for oh, writing okay, in yeah, AG2R's car. <laughs> so I don't know, Michael, did you, did you follow this at all? I don't know how. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the description or the, 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 the explanation I heard, which probably went through several Google translations, was he panicked. <laughs> He panicked and got in the car. Yeah. And then panicked and got out of the car. And I was like, yeah. none of that makes any sense. Okay. This is, this is, this is what I uh, read in Spanish from an Argentinian newspaper. The way that he explained it was he got a flat tire. I don't remember if it was a flat or not. But if it's a flat, then it makes even less sense. But let's say it was a flat. And then when the Breton Seche car past him somebody was in front of him so they didn't see him so they kept driving up the up the mountain so he was like okay that's the second car so from here on back there is no more cars i have no support of any sort now and other cars are going by and going by and going he's thinking about it he's like what am i gonna do now eventually the broom wagon is gonna come and i'm gonna have to retire because i can't keep going so he's freaking out, and the AG2R car stopped right in front of him. And one of the uh, guys in the car look out to ask him what's wrong, if he needs any help. And he flips out like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? He's just freaking out. So he jumps in the car thinking that the car has stopped for him to get on. Well, the mechanic that was sitting there hadn't even moved. So Sepulveda sat on his lap. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. And then they drove up before the driver of the car. I don't remember if it was the DS or I don't know, some mechanic or something. Realizes what's going on. So he stops and then kicks them out of the car. He's like, what are you doing in the car? It was only about 100 feet, they say, or 100 meters, which is not really that much. My question is, where was the bike when this whole thing happened? Did he just leave the bike on the side of the road? 
And then that what? He had to like is way better in Spanish. He had to walk down and grab the bike. And then what? Like, how did he? What happened then? Like, it makes it, no sense. It. So then, basically, he was thrown out, and he's super apologetic. Like, he put out a letter, like an open letter, like I am so sorry to my team and my country. I left you guys down. You know, he's the only non-French guy on that team. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sean Kelly and Carlton Kirby have no idea what this guy's name is. They have not gotten his <laughs> name right once, not a single time. So, Michael, what was the uh, what was the Italian take on this whole incident? I don't think they talked about it, but I checked the communique on um, Newsblad. Yeah. And they, they, that said it was like three to four hundred meters that he rode the car. Huh. So, I don't know. Well, regardless, even if he was... It's a long lap dance. Even if he was 50... <laughs> I know. Even if he was 50 meters, uh, it's definitely against the rules. And I don't understand... I mean, he must have been really freaking out. Because what was he thinking? It wasn't even his own team car. Yeah, yeah. So it's totally bizarre and hilariously awesome. And... Um, who saw it? I wonder who witnessed it. Because that's the kind of thing you, pro- you probably... People get away with all the time, I would imagine. No, I think if it's Not your own team, yeah, if it's your own team car, you right. know what I'm saying? Maybe like you can just kind of fudge it a little bit, but I just, there's so many like questions. I would love to have him on the show and be like, <laughs> listen, dude, we're not trying to make fun of you or anything. We really want to know what, wh- what did you do with the bike? Was the bike still back <laughs> there? Or, and then when they dropped you off anywhere from a hundred to 300 feet, depending on who's or meters, uh, did you walk back to get the bike? And then you waited for neutral service, or did you get in the neutral service car? <laughs> what what happened? I love I love that story. I love that story. And you wanna... should get in touch with him and interview him. And if you talk to him, can you make sure he gives me a personal apology? Because if if he apologized to everyone, like I didn't get an apology. So. Uh, no, you did. You just have to go to his website to get it. Oh. <laughs> but I I want one addressed to me. Uh, yeah, no, they, he has this cool little applet where you just put in your name and then brrr, it generates a, a personalized personalized apology to you. <laughs> Dear Mr. Mrs. Michael, um, I, I thought that was funny. It was, it was a, a good happening. So, okay, so that was uh, 14. So now, finally, 15. And the most important thing that happened, uh, fifteen. No, the the most important thing that this is the one where the where the Tinkoff mechanic threw the bottle at the at the camera. Oh, and got Sean Yates expelled for a stage. <laughs> got Sean Yates expelled. He was like, "Hey, by the way, it I love it." Me. Although, I- although it would not be surprising to anyone if it were me. <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't you threw the bottle. No, I mean, I think he's definitely responsible for his team and his staff. So, I mean, that's why. And I, I'm, I, I think it's cool. I just think the dude, I mean, sure, he should have been fined. Sure, thrown out right. But somebody should give that mechanic an award because that bottle was perfectly thrown. It was a good throw. It was a very good throw. And it's not like he threw a rock at the dude. It's a freaking water bottle. Yeah, uh, it's not a big. Deal. I think water bottles should be okay to throw at any time. I mean, Cipollini used to throw. Yep, at and motorcycles too. 
Nibali threw one at Froome earlier. This, did he get thrown out? No. So there you go. Wait, what if it's a water bottle filled with rocks? I was thinking about a water bottle filled with cement. Yeah. That would be funny, actually. I'm thinking now to go to, like, a, a cyclocross race or something and fill a can of beer with cement. And do a hand up? And do a hand up. Oh, <laughs> like <man. this> guy. <laughs> that would be funny. Or fill a can of uh, beer with my own pee. That's disgusting. Okay, somebody else's pee. Now you have to put an explicit rating on this. Oh, yeah, now I do. Um, All right, stage 16, this is the last stage we're going to talk about. Uh, Ruben Plaza Day. Oh, oh. happy Ruben Plaza Day. <laughs> so the dude's name is Ruben Plaza, right? That's it, yeah. Ruben Plaza. That's his That's name, it. right? Yeah. It's first name. Yeah. No. <laughs> in, in Eurosport, they could not get it right. They called him really? Plaza Molina the whole time. Yeah, you know what? I know Plaza that. Molina, they, Plaza Molina, just, Plaza Molina. Didn't catch it? I'm going to tell you why. Because these two dudes didn't know who Ruben Plaza is. You know what I'm saying? So when they get the little thing in the on the TV, the graphic says Plaza Molina because that's his first and last second, like first and second last names. Right. right? So, they, don't, so like, they know not to say Alberto Velasco. Exactly. Contador Velasco. They never call him Contador Velasco. They just call him Contador because they know who he is. Right. They never call him Sanchez, Gil or whatever. They just – but with freaking – because they don't know who Ruben Plaza is and they should be ashamed – um, although I didn't even know he was in Lamprey until that day. I was like, when? That's kind of weird. Um, yeah, Ruben Plaza Molina. I'm very happy for him, and that was awesome. It was a good victory, solid. Very, very solid, jumping from the, from the breakaway and stuff. This was the day when you could not avoid uh, Yosiba Baloki's uh, femur smashing the, crash. Know, that descent is 13 years ago. 13, that's it? If 12. Like 12 years ago. Oh, wow. What do you mean that's it? You thought it was longer? Yeah, I don't know why. It just feels like lo- like it was longer. You know, people can say whatever they want about Yoseba Beloki, but God, that name is just sweet to say. What? Yoseba Beloki. Yoseba Beloki. Yoseba Beloki. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I want to name a band Yoseba Beloki. My next band is going to be called Yoseba Beloki. It's just such a cool name. I feel like that's bad luck. To say it that many times? I'm gonna say it no, three. No, no, it's not Beetlejuice. Just I'm, like no, I was gonna say, I'm gonna say it three times in front of the mirror when I turn the lights. <laughs> Don't off. do it, Michael. Joseba Beloki, ring a bell. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you like Do you like his name, Joseba Beloki? I like the name, but I muted Beloki because I just I'm so sick of. Oh, that's <laughs> where he broke his leg. Uh, yeah, like, that's all people talk about. It is kind of weird because I mean it was a really important stage and yeah, definitely decisive for the tour. Yeah, but really, I mean, are you going to show every crash that happened in every, you know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know. I mean, it was a spectacular crash, and that's the only reason they're showing it, and it's kind of sad. And then I think this was this this was when it finally dawned on everyone that Peter Sagan was never going to win anything. So last episode, CD said, what, it was 14 stages where he had been second? I think it was 14, he yeah. said. Yeah, it's up to like 17 now. No, it's actually up to like 16 now because it's happened twice again. Since. Michael, you found, you found that video of Froome, of Froome and Sagan joking around in front of the camera. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. What Froomey, is it? me, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it, Dan? No. 
I'll send you. I'll send you a link. And once I figure out how to do these uh, show notes as part of the podcast, then I'm gonna start putting them in. But until then, whatever. People can just go on the internet and just search for the freaking videos themselves. Here's a here's another thing that has has kind of been interesting to me as the tour has gone on. I used to I used to not like Sagan's uh, kit, and it goes since he's been in green, it's gone through some iterations. I, it's actually kind of growing on me. <laughs> Get out of here! I swear it to God, it's like laundry day. <laughs> It's never it never matches quite matches up. It always looks crazy, but it's yeah. I don't know. It's first of all you can pick him out of anything. Um, you know, Laundry Day is actually very very good. I was thinking of it, it looks like retarded Mondrian, like if like a retarded kid tried to draw a Mondrian painting, then he would use green and all like all just colors. all terrible colors, and then some black lines and just like. But Laundry Day is actually much better. It looks like a laundry. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's terrible. I'm into it. So I used to I used to talk smack about it, and now it's I got to admit it's kind of grown on me. Nope, I'm sorry. That's probably because you're in New York, and people in New York have no taste. What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about mismatches, can we talk about um, Perrault's shoes? Like he was wearing one blue shoe and one red shoe on that day. He had that really bad crash. It was not what? Yeah, yeah. When he like messed up both his arms. Yeah. And that was a serious And everyone crash. was talking about how, like, his junk was showing through his shorts. And I was like, why is he wearing one blue shoe and one red shoe? Blue and red, huh? Yeah. Well, then that may be for many a reason. But I can tell you that Puma has soccer cleats where one is blue and one is red. This is the new thing. Maybe it's one of those new things. And Franklin, the company, you know, the the baseball company has new batting gloves that are one color and one color, like different color gloves. Hmm, maybe there's something to this. Mark Jacobs had mismatched color shoes, like, many years ago, but that's, like, fashion, so... Um, Stan's uh, socks, the fashion basketball-y socks, their socks are different one shoe from the other, one foot from the other as well. What's basketball? Don't worry about it. Here it is. I found his shoes online. He wears these B-twin shoes and one is, yeah, this is it. This hmm. is his thing. So maybe I should grab my Giros and throw away the right one and grab my CDs and throw away the right one and I'll have white and black. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, shoot. I got Here it is. It's, uh, my French is not good, but it says the shoes are identical with the exception of the color and are exclusive for J.C. Perrault. Ah. So, good catch, Michael. Good catch. Wow. But, like, that's with, like, brown shorts and, Yeah, let's not forget that. Yeah, you got to paint the whole picture, absolutely. And the white from the dressings and then, like, that dark red from the dried up blood. And, yeah, it's just a whole mess. And, like... Laundry day. (laughs) No, it's not as bad as the guy. Yeah, part of uh, AG2R's kit is now uh, the Tagamet. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever the hell they put yeah. on there. Oh, What's it called? Man. Tagament? Tigaderm. Tigaderm. Yeah, oh, which, tag- which gives me the heebie-jeebies sometimes looking at it. Why? You know, because of the little... You know what I'm talking about, typophobia, you know that? Tagaderm, yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right. Now, now do a search for typophobia. <laughs> no, I mean it, go for it. What? Do a search for typophobia, and then you'll see why it gives me the heebie-jeebies. 
is really a thing? Yes. Oh, <laughs> dude, what is that? That feeling that you just got when you saw that—that I can't typophobia. even try. Oh, there is that a thing? Typophobia? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know what I, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> yeah, is that feeling that you get when you see typophobia, Michael? If, if you're googling it. <laughs> I don't have a Google machine because I'm calling on the Google machine. Oh, okay. Well, which I'll send you a link. So, okay. Yeah. So what do you guys think about the tour so far then? I mean, there's been a lot of um, ups and downs. <laughs> Get it? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the battle. Uh, not having, Not having in mind what happened... This morning, of course. What uh, what do you think so far, Michael? Um, I don't know. I, the tour is my least favorite grand tour. And, like, I'm just really annoyed with all the power data, trutherism <laughs> talk. So I'm kind of not really paying attention to the GC. I just pay attention to shoes and... <laughs> spellings of last names and things like that <laughs> the important stuff yeah oh you know what though we need to talk about the team sky shocking truth about how they drink decaf tea they have tea breaks <laughs> i they like france tv had this like oh we're going on the Team Sky Buzz, oh, transparency type thing. And then, like, Brailsford, like, had this box of tea. And he's like, oh, you know, of course we're British, so we drink tea. And it's decaf tea. <laughs> like, who, who the who fuck drinks, does that? Who drinks that? Like, just drink green tea if you don't want <laughs> caffeine, you know? That's scandalous. Uh, that is yeah. Really funny. But you should they don't, send that to like the Telegraph or something. I don't. They might not have seen that. They might not have seen that clip. Green. Yeah, tree. should I send it to um, David Walsh? Send it to yes. Richard Moore. To Richard Moore, I'm sure he'll do something with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. Actually, that makes sense that they do that though, because green tree, green, green tree, green tea is not really the the tea. I mean, if they really want British tea and they don't want the caffeine, you have to do that. You can't. I mean, I understand. I I don't like caffeine. What? So no, I don't. What? No, I don't take any caffeine at all. Are you a Team Sky spy? No, <laughs> I I when I drink tea, I will drink like tea with no caffeine. Wow. Yeah. Like herbal tea? Or, or like herbal teas? A lot of times, obviously, they don't have any caffeine. But if it's like a, like a green tree, green tea or something like that, the only times that I will have anything, if it's like a, like a, one of those uh, Ito-en, the Japanese teas and stuff like that, if it's really hot out and I see one of those and it's really cold, I'll have that, but that's it. Wow. That's green tea. Yeah. yeah, that's green tea. All tea used to be green tea. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you know also that white tea and black tea, the names don't derive at all from the leaf because they're all the exact same leaf? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. See, Mike? We're learning you. What? Wait. Green tea has zero caffeine or very little caffeine? It has very little little. caffeine, but there's this one kind of green tea called kukicha. It's like the stem. 
from the leaves, and that has, like, no caffeine. Does it taste good? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to try it. It doesn't taste as leafy. <laughs> it, <laughs> it tastes very stemmy. It tastes stemmy. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, that's one of the things that I... Like, all the time that I spent in Japan, that's one of the things that I really learned how to enjoy was green tea. Very, very I really good. learned how to enjoy those tiny cans of Boss Coffee with Tommy Lee Jones on them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I drank 17,000 of them. <laughs> uh, uh, if you remind me next episode, I'll tell you some stories about... Can we get Ito N to sponsor the podcast? Oh, my God. I would love to. Or and Tommy that, Lee Jones? Or- I don't... I don't want any money from Ito N. I just want like a like a limitless amount of cold green tea that is so delicious. Okay, Michael, is there anything you want to promote? Um, I don't think so. What? What about your Tumblr? Oh, I don't know. I don't really care if people see it or not. So, Mike, would you like to promote Michael's Tumblr? I already did, but yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> Please do. California streaming, one word. Dot .tumblr.com on the, on the Tumblr. Okay. And what about Mike Spriggs? Is there anything you would like to? No. Just come to the uh, Rafa Cycle Club in yeah. the Meatpacking District in New York City and watch the stages with Mike. Yeah, watch them with me live. Exactly. What Mike does is they turn the volume down and then Mike does his uh, own commentary. That's what I do. <laughs> I do a really mean Carlton Kirby impersonation. <laughs> Dude, do you ever play the podcast while you're, not while you're there, but on the, in, in the club at all? No. It's, an, it's got an explicit I, rating on it. Thank you very much. Well, you can do any other episode other than this one. <laughs> but I think it would be hilarious if you're playing it and you're standing there. That would be so weird. Like somebody walks in. It's like, ah, oh, this is my favorite podcast. Wait a second. That's Mike. And I'm listening to Mike. Ah, oh, man. And then scanners. Their head just explodes. <laughs> I'll think about it. Anything else to promote? Nothing? All right. Michael, thank you so much for doing this. This is awesome. Love having you back. Love hearing your voice again. Uh, and hopefully you can make it again soon and we can laugh along with you. You always make recording the podcast quite easy because time flies. So I appreciate it. Mike. Thank you. Mike, exactly the opposite of everything I just told Michael. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Mike, I love fact-checking you. <laughs> thank you. I, I enjoy it as well. Is that a euphemism for something? I'm used to it. Yeah, that's a euphemism. <laughs> Mike, I love fact-checking you. <laughs> I am used to it. Uh, <laughs> I like fact-checking you. you. You're cancer-free this month. <laughs> Tickle, tickle, tickle. All right, that's it. We are out of here. Peace.